Galaxy of Film presents. Let's fucking go! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to an LFG. I'm your host, Nax. Uh, this is a bit of a different LFG, if you can't tell audio-wise. We're doing this with different microphones in a different environment. Kind of weird. But this week, we're talking Jurassic World. I'm joined with Tyler. How are you doing, man? What's up, man? I'm Not great. Much, bro. We did Minions 2 last week. We did. How'd you like that? I liked it. Mm. I enjoyed being on the podcast last, and I'm glad to be back, man. Yeah, dude. So we're talking Jurassic World, the whole trilogy this week. Um, this new one was, was too controversial, I feel like, not to cover on the podcast. Because the reviews are pretty split. Um, yeah, this wasn't something I was going to cover originally, but, like, fuck it at this point. <laughs> yeah. So, have you, you... You've seen the Jurassic World movies before this one, right? The Jurassic Park movies? The world, specifically. Yeah, I've seen all three, the okay. Jurassic Worlds. And have you seen the Park films before? Yeah, all three. Okay, see, so I've never watched any of the Jurassic Park films, <laughs> and I hadn't seen any of the world movies until this came out. Yeah. Um, except for the second one, Fallen Kingdom. That was my only experience of Jurassic Park, the whole franchise. Um, I was actually in a shitty like, car audio place in Fayetteville with, uh, with our friend Colin, getting worked in my car when I first bought it, and they were playing Fallen Kingdom in the lobby. That was my, my only experience with this franchise. So it was a bit weird um, coming in and starting with the second half for, for this, really. <laughs> but let's talk Jurassic World first, dude. This came out in 2015. Yeah. Um, it was Chris Pratt's introduction to the franchise, and Bryce Dallas Howard was involved as well. Um, it was directed by Colin Trevorrow, I think they say his name. He was supposed to do the third of the Star Wars sequels, which I think is like how he's most known for now, other than the Jurassic World movies. Um, but yeah, this movie kind of starts off with, uh, I guess Jurassic Park had fallen in the other ones. Yeah, and they made a whole new park on mm. top of it that was actually thriving. Not Jurassic Park, but Jurassic World. Yeah, this is how many yeah. years later? When was the third movie? Uh, I don't remember the time frame. Early to mid-90s, right? Of oh, the first movie? First movie came out, I think, in 93 and it took place that time, too. I don't know when that To 2015, was. so close enough to 20 years, I would think. Roughly, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're in Jurassic World, we have Bryce Dallas Howard's character, Blair, or Claire, not Blair, excuse me. Um, Claire's kind of like in charge of Jurassic World, she's like one of the higher-ups or whatever. Um, and Owen, who's played by Chris Pratt, is one of like the raptor keepers, I guess is the best way to call it. Raptor him. wranglers or something. Yeah, he's like, he's like the dinosaur whisperer in this fucking movie. Yeah. That's basically his whole, in this whole franchise, right? he's the dinosaur whisperer. <laughs> um... Yeah, basically, Claire has some family members. Her two nephews are coming to have like a spring break or summer vacation in Jurassic World because they never get to see their aunt. And when they get there, shit hits the fan. There's this new what? What's this dinosaur called? The, the created one? The Indominosaurus. Yeah, the Indominosaurus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the second one is the Indominoraptor or something like that. Indoraptor. Indoraptor. Thank you. I think something like that. Um, we have this dinosaur that's created um, by man completely because not only are dinosaurs brought back from extinction obviously by humans that goes into the park stuff obviously but now with this new trilogy we're creating new dinosaurs new species which is pretty interesting um, but this dinosaur who was raised only in captivity its entire life knows nothing that like Chris Pratt goes in this whole thing you know this dinosaur only knows to be fed when it sees the, the crane come in non-stop um, 
that's pretty much all it knows. It's just been enclosed its entire life. It's never had interactions with any other living being. Yeah, and Chris Pratt, or his character, really emphasizes how it's just like kind of a baby in the head. It knows what it knows. By the end of the day, it's still living creature mm -hmm. with a brain. Yeah, they just need flinging to survive and hunt, and I said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this... This dinosaur, like, it, it tricks everybody, actually. You know, makes the claw marks to think it got out, and then it, it does manage to escape, and it goes on this fucking, this, basically this murderous rampage. Yes. The, the entire park. Um, and we're cut, taking, cutting back and forth between Owen and Claire and the two nephews, because they're just off doing what the fuck ever they want, basically. They're yeah. having fun. Um, and then the dinosaurs get loose while they're in one of the rides, and so they're kind of thrown in the middle of this, and have to get out basically and they yeah. on this whole you know dinosaur escape thing for about like 40 minutes of the movie yeah i think it was their fault they taken those spherical pods off the track mm -hmm. and they went a little too far where they weren't supposed to yeah yeah exactly those things are cool though yeah i those wonder if those are real things? those would be really dope electronically man. controlled yeah yeah <laughs> i feel like it's something you'd see out of like a like a mario galaxy type of level yeah. <laughs> It's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, the park basically goes down at the end of the day, man. Jurassic World falls, oh, which, yeah. you know, we end up getting into with Falling Kingdom, obviously. Weird title. But Jurassic Park goes down. Um, the nephews are saved, obviously. It's a fucking family movie at the end of the day. Um, and then Claire and Owen end up together and leave Jurassic World. whoop de fucking do um, what, are your, what are your thoughts on this one? Because you saw this in theaters, right? When on Jurassic World? Yes, yeah. I did see it in theaters. Okay. It was great. I mean, every there had to have been a lot of anticipation for it because of the Jurassic Park films. My mm -hmm. dad was excited for it. I never went to movie theaters, and I think that was the first movie I ever saw in IMAX. But okay, I was blown away. I thought it was a really good modern do-up of the franchise, mm. and I thought it was pretty epic. Okay, man. I, I didn't see it in theaters. For whatever reason, like... Like, Jurassic Park was something... I still haven't seen the original trilogy, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just something I've always put off of. Our friend Nick, actually, um, known to you guys as the Nugget for our listeners out there for our Be Free Little Nugget video. We were also talking about him last week on the Minion LFG. But um, One summer when we were in high school, we went through and like did this whole like movie-a-day watch at his house because he had this massive DVD collection. And Nick had this terrible habit. Of when, when it was his turn to pick a movie, we'd watch the movie but only the scenes that nick likes so the only parts of jurassic park i have seen are samuel jackson hitting that computer and saying hold on to your butts um and the guy on the toilet and that's all i've seen in jurassic park <laughs> so when jurassic world was coming out um it had been like a year because it came out 2015 i think 2014 was when we were doing that whole movie a day during the summer thing i had no interest in jurassic yeah. world because of that <laughs> oh i ruined it for you Completely ruined it. Um, I had zero interest in this franchise. And now, after watching World finally for this podcast, I really regret it, dude. I loved the fuck out of Jurassic World. Um, this was something I really wish I saw specifically in an IMAX or Dolby theater now that Dolby's such a big thing. I think the dinosaur screams would have sound great in Dolby. Oh, yes. That's what we saw Sonic 2 in, if you remember that. Yeah, the that seats audio. would vibrate under you. So, yeah, the, mm. the roars would be something else i really wish i could have seen uh jurassic world dominion and dolby but i didn't get a chance to with that yeah. either and we'll, we'll get to dominion a little bit but um 
back to world man i really enjoyed this for whatever reason like this felt fun this felt like a great introduction for me to get sparked actual interest for the park films um yeah <laughs> i don't know this one's a little bit weird to talk about because it's been out for so long i feel like everything's been said about world like all the positive stuff you know i feel like this one's genuinely well received for those parts i'd say so yeah what do you what don't you like about the first one if there's anything First one, let me think. Um, 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 um. For me, I hate the, those fucking nephews. <laughs> no, now I remember it. The product placement of Mercedes Benz. It was yeah. so in your face. They made sure any frame that a Mercedes was present, it's going to be the most clearest, bright, contrast thing there. Like the same special effects that they would do for the cars and the commercials. It felt like. It's a little bit of the spotlight on just the Mercedes brand. There was a few scenes, like, specifically whenever they're, like, stopping the car really fast in, like, the jungle or whatever, where the camera would move down towards the logo, I noticed. <laughs> uh, it felt very much like those commercials. Yeah, almost like Transformers-esque level of product placement. You know, I can't say that I... That's what I didn't like about the movie, but it's one of those odd things that has to be mentioned. Yeah, you can definitely notice it for sure. A lot of movies during this weird, like, mid, like... 2000 teens period were like that too yeah. like uh, Batman versus Superman was another big one I remember the trailer whenever we're seeing uh, like Gotham City go down that uh, Bruce, like the car Bruce Wayne's driving on the way to Wayne Enterprises like it stops right in front of the camera for the logo there they did uh, I think Nissan did a whole like promo with Star Wars for Rogue One the Nissan Rogue that was a big thing. It's, it's definitely noticeable in Jurassic World. I 100% agree with that, dude. Yeah. Like, it's a lot stronger than movies made 10 years before that, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it seemed a bit rough for 2015, in my opinion. I agree, dude. I agree. Um, I hate those nephews, honestly. Specifically the older one. I've, the younger one's been in a lot of other movies I've seen. I don't remember his fucking name or what other movies it's been. But, like, he's fine. The one with the really shaggy hair. The little mm -hmm. kid. But the older one was creepy in this, dude. I feel like he was playing a stereotype of this dickish kid in his tweens. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But that fuckhead's creepy at one point. Even the little brother calls him out because, like, he's staring at this group of girls looking like he's just stalking them <laughs> in line for, I think, the sphere ride, actually. Or that pod ride, whatever he's that is. looking at him like... Egg. Yeah, he just, like, fucking, like, looks, he looks hungry, dude. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, oh, gosh, I'm trying to think of anything else, dude. I think that we didn't like. Blue was a big thing for me. Blue the dinosaur. The um, raptor. Yeah, the, the raptor, yeah. Blue the dinosaur. Um, I don't know what, what about this, man, but for whatever reason, for me at least, it seemed like Blue was sold like Baby Yoda is, like Rogu is for Star Wars. Like, Blue was like the lovable dinosaur, like... This was, like, the toy everyone's going to get from Jurassic World. Yeah. And, like, I don't know what I was expecting. Like, other than just a ton of more blue in this movie. Like, I think what we got of blue was fine. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know why it felt like she was so marketed towards everybody. I'm wondering if they knew that she was going to be a lot bigger in any subsequent films in the Jurassic World franchise so they kind of just built that up just throwing the ball up to swing at later you know I think they, they probably maybe were we'll get to that later on I don't know what your thoughts are on that character with the sequels but like for this one it just feel off to me 
Like, I could see them, like, starting, like, making the foundation for a move like that. But I feel like it doesn't pay off in this trilogy with Blue. Yeah, no. I mean, we definitely get to talk about that later. But, mm. yeah, I don't think they quite hit the mark on that. What would you expecting. What would you rate Jurassic World, the first film? The first Jurassic World, if there's something between a Nabu 3 and Bespin 4, I, I'd say smack dab in the middle right there. Okay, that's fair, man. For me, it's, it's straight of Bespin. Um, I, I really hate that I waited this long to watch this movie, honestly. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I, I mean, this is me. I really do wish I was on theaters. All right, um, next one, the sequel. This came out 2018, I believe, uh, Fallen Kingdom. 2018, 2019? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, around that time period. Um, this is three years later. This movie really... And this trilogy, I feel like, really banks on the fact that you're watching these when they come out. Because the first one does take place 2015. This does These take place when they come out. So I feel like it really does um, enhance the experience if you're watching them as they come out compared to binging them like I did. Because um, I just really didn't give a fuck about how much time passed. <laughs> it flowed. I suppose, yeah. Um, so this sequel, you know, one thing I forgot to mention in the first of uh, the first film, when we're introduced to Owen, there's some weird tension between him and Claire. Like they were a thing at one point, and they end up getting back together in this first film, which is fine. The second film does his card yet again. Uh, he's again. off building a fucking hut somewhere, a bungalow. Who, who fucking knows what he's building, right? Uh, the island's gone. The island's fallen. Um, Claire wants to go ahead and recruit Owen to go back to the island to go save dinosaurs because there's a program out there who's just trying to go ahead uh, and, and like basically capture all these creatures so they aren't re-extinct because the volcano on this island is no longer dormant. It's getting ready to you know, become active again and explode. So they have a limited time. They got to go back to the island, grab some dinosaurs, get them the hell out of there. And so that's exactly what they do. They team up with this organization. Um... Yeah, and so they're on the island, and just a coincidence, you know, obviously organizations, bad guys, such a plot twist. <laughs> um, as they're saving some dinosaurs, including Blue, you know, Blue's in here as well, um, the volcano explodes. What do you fucking do? <laughs> Good timing. Yeah, just, just real convenient. Um, we get a really cool scene, though, for T-Rex, like on the, the side of the mountain as the volcano's exploding. And it's used for the poster, I think, too, in this movie. Um, really dope scene. By far, I think the coolest scene in the movie of that T-Rex. Um, honestly, all three of these movies have great T-Rex scenes. They know to go back to that. That is the unskippable staple of the Jurassic yeah. franchise. Exactly. I feel like it is, man. Um, so yeah, Island Explodes, Bad Guy, or, you know, the organization are a bunch of villains, obviously. They betray Claire, Owen, and they're two new tech guys who are just with them. Um, they're more or less just replacements for the tech guys from the first film, which kind of sucks because they don't really have much of a personality. Yeah. Um, so they have to get back on the ship with the dinosaurs because they ditch, they leave them for dead on the island. And they take them to this mansion. Um, and this mansion is owned by one of the founders of Jurassic Park, or one of the co-founders. And it's like his offspring who lives there, if I'm not mistaken, or his son. His son. Direct family. Yeah, someone in this family... Um, and this dude has, you know, it's it's the plot twist, but I think everyone kind of saw it coming once they started discussing this. Um, the big thing with Jurassic World, it felt like they were talking about, was how they brought the dinosaurs back from extinction. This guy was able to save his 
daughter, or bring back his daughter, more or less, from death by cloning her. Um, and we'll, we'll discuss more of that later on, too, with the third film, because thankfully, now that the third film has come out, they do dive more into that. Yeah. Um, but for this standalone second film, when it came out, they kind of talk about this. The girl, this little daughter who is, thinks that her grandpa's her grandpa, she's really a clone of his daughter. Um, and these organiza- the organization that's at this mansion, because he ends up dying, that calls all these dinosaurs back in, they're just selling them for weapons, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that concept, so super villainy. When you first see it, it's even how it's presented mm-hmm. in the movie. It's all super villainy. Oh, the Russian guy is here, and he's the exact stereotype and on top of, of that, a villain. Played, he's played by the German guy from Captain America, and that doesn't help at all, because this dude's literally a Nazi in that movie. So I feel you on that. <laughs> um, but we get this kind of like, the, this. I feel like the stereotypical kind of like crime lord, like auction sequence yeah. of the dinosaurs, and that I thought was pretty neat, actually. Yeah, that was cool. I mean really organized yeah like i think the whole black market idea with this whole jurassic time period in modern day is a really neat concept to explore yeah um but there's also like we mentioned with the last film there's another dinosaur that's created because the indosaurus is you know killed off in the last film now we have the indoraptor i believe it's called or something i think the first one is indominus indominus excuse me and then the second Indoraptor. Indoraptor. We have this another one, the Indoraptor. Or if that's not what it is, we're going to call him that for at least for this. <laughs> um, but this is like the high, this is a prototype item, and it ends up being the big seller of the night. And so Owen and Claire are like, oh, we need to let this animal not leave here. So it, it gets out, and basically we have another, like, just a dinosaur fight sequence, but in a mansion this time. Um, they kill, Blue kills the dinosaur, actually. Blue kills this one off. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's the only blue moment we get. But it is a cool one, I'll admit. I, I do like the scene whenever... I think Blue just kind of, like, kicks it or something. And it, like, falls from the roof onto this... It, it gets end up being impaled. Yeah, on spikes this, and yeah. dying. And Blue did help it break through the glass get there, I think. Yeah, and then, like, Blue, like, jumps on the body, too, and, like, roars. It was pretty cool, because it's like, ah, you're, like, a little... T- this, like, this is a small T-Rex moment from, like, the last film. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. I like how cool. they played that in, too. Yeah, 100%, man. Um, and then, more or less, that's kind of the movie, I feels like. You know, the, the girl goes off with Owen and Claire, but before that, she sets all the dinosaurs free. Yeah. Into the world. It's this huge moment of let all the dinosaurs die. As if those were the literally the last dinosaurs left on Earth, if none survived the island, or let them all out into where were they at? It looked like Northern California, like, letting like them out into the world. There, mm-hmm. such a huge moment, resting mm-hmm. on that little girl. And then you know, she her whole reasoning was, you know, they were created just like me, so we need to release them because she's more or less. She, I, I think she feels connected in a way. Because yeah, of this. being like most of them are made. Yeah. Same way. So I, I could see that. And then we get a nice cameo from Jeff Goldblum, Dr. Malcolm, which was pretty cool. The chaos physicist or yeah. chaos so- scientist. And then we see some bits here and there of the dinosaurs in the open world, and that's that's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I said, I watched this in a, in a lobby video my car worked on for the first time. I fucking hated this movie <laughs> the first time I watched this thing, dude. This was terrible at first. Um, I thought I, I didn't watch the whole thing. But I really only missed, upon rewatching it for the podcast, I realized I've only missed the first 10 minutes of it. <laughs> so uh, you got everything enough. 
Uh, yeah, I got pretty much everything. Um, do you, is there anything you like about this movie before we talk about the negatives? The dinosaur... Dude, that Indoraptor. If you mm. got a good look... You saw how much bigger they made it than the typical raptors, and its whole front end was like this steroid bodybuilder humanoid type. Whenever it stood like that, it... Mm-hmm. Dude, it had biceps. Like, they really made that one of the scariest dinosaurs you could have mm-hmm. on there. And other than those little pterodactyls with the T-Rex heads in the first film, that that Indoraptor's got to be the scariest one. Those T-Rex uh, things are pretty cool, actually. Well, yeah. Pterodactyls. Those nightmare fuel for me, I th- they were pretty cool, though. Yeah, they are kind of like a nightmare sequence or something, dude. It feels like something I would have seen in like Nightmare on Elm Street or even some like fucked up shit from Stranger Things. Yeah. Like the Upside Down or something. Um, those are pretty badass. We need like an action figure of those, actually. They're pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, dude, for things I liked of the sequel, um, pretty much that blue scene where blue's on top of the Indoraptor. That's pretty awesome. The epic finale moment, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's about it. That was epic, dude. <laughs> I like that. What, so I feel like this is the one of this trilogy that's shit on the most. Um, what, what negative things do you have to say about this movie? I think it was the concept for a lot of people. I mean, I, I like the movie. I really couldn't complain, or even if I'm trying to think of things other people wouldn't like about it. I think it's just the concept of having most of the movie kind of take place in that mansion all take around where people might think they were expecting something a little different out of mm. that or could it be that it was kind of the plot to Jurassic World 2 if you don't remember it's they bring dinosaurs from the island T-Rex gets loose on San Francisco kind of the same thing that happens here with all the dinosaurs getting released into the world. I'm wondering if people might hate it because it seems too similar to that. Okay, see, I didn't even know it was like that dress part too. Yeah. I haven't seen that trilogy. I was thinking this was like it's... I was going to say I applaud this film for being original, for leaving the island, but I didn't know they've done that already in the park films. Yeah, and that's crazy because I watched Jurassic World... or I, I watched the first Jurassic Park, mm. then the third one... And then the second one. So okay. that was the last movie I watched. And I can Jurassic Park 2 is probably the most hated okay. that I remember. Okay. So yes, that makes me like this even less. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. <laughs> yeah, dude. This thing, like, I, I don't know. Like, I think the, the volcano erupting idea is cool. I think that would have been really neat if they stayed on the island with that and ran with it. Because, like, when they first get there, I'm interested for the first, like, 20 minutes or whatever. <laughs> even though I think the whole Claire and Owen rekindling is bullshit. Because they just rekindled the last movie again. You know, I don't care at this point. Um, then they leave pretty quickly. You know, with that plot twist, whatever. The, the mansion sequence, I don't find entertaining for whatever reason. Other than the auction stuff. And that just ties into how it's, like, an underworld, like, a gritty level within, you know, the dinosaurs being back. I think that's interesting. But I don't think it's executed well in this movie. Another thing I wanted to mention, from a technical movie shooting standpoint, did you notice that one shot where they're in the hamster ball and they go off the cliff and they're sinking and they get saved by Owen while getting pelted with... Did you notice that that was all like a single very long shot? I didn't. That's cool, though. Yeah, the way it pans, it just makes you think. 
how are you going to do this? Mm. Yeah, so from the time they're in that glass hamster ball and they go off the cliff being chased by all that lava, that whole underwater sequence is like a single shot. I don't know what other movie magic they might have did, but it was really interesting. The camera is from the point of view of inside of the pod mm. and it shows them going in, them going deeper and deeper the lava rocks penetrating the glass and letting water seep in. It cuts to Owen, who somehow comes to save them. The camera cuts down, a bunch of water came out of nowhere. Like, I think technical stuff like that in a movie is really cool, and they, they hit the mark of that one. I agree, dude. That was pretty dope. That was pretty dope. Um, what, what was your rating for this one, for Fallen Kingdom? For Fallen Kingdom, Dead Center, Nabu. Really? Okay, dude. Damn, I don't know. Even upon rewatching this one, like, for whatever reason, I did not enjoy this. Like, once they leave the island, and one of the things I'll mention real quick is pretty neat. Um, very sad scene. Whenever we see the, I don't know, the dinosaur species, so excuse me for this, the long-necked dinosaur, um, like, the this, this smoke and the volcano erupting and the lava, you know, basically we see this dinosaur die. Yeah. From the distance of the boat. Great scene for that, though. Oh, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. As they're going away, it just wails and then mm -hmm. just gets shrouded in ash. That was a pretty epic, sad way to yeah. do it. And then it kind of makes me mad because realistically, they should have not survived that island, especially Owen. He woke up right as like the stuff was... Like, 30 feet from him. If that, dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the slim survival odds and them making it... That's quirky for sure. They should not have gotten off. Yeah. But upon rewatching this thing, dude, I like it even less for whatever reason. Um, Good. In the grand scheme, I, I fucking hated this movie. <laughs> this is the Jakku on the way to Hoth for me. <laughs> I fucking hated this thing. I hear you. Um, let's talk to the, the third and the final part of this trilogy, at least. Um... But now it seems like this might not be the final Jurassic film. I hear that it's open for more. Really? I don't think we need more, and we'll get to that too. <laughs> yes, um, this is news for me. But Jurassic World Dominion, I want to talk about that title, which is pretty awesome. I love the title for this thing, first of all. You know, now that we, the dinosaurs are out in the open world and we're having to coexist with them, and in this film, they kind of dive into humans are at risk almost of being extinct because of the dinosaurs, because it's so difficult living with them. Really, really cool concept. I like that. I think the political aspect of, um, you know, how do we handle this is really neat in this movie, too. So realistic and up-to-date mm -hmm. uh, for the year it came out this year. Yeah. It, it, I think it was spot-on exactly what you would think. And I know you, ha you aren't too big in, like, Star Wars and whatnot, but, like, this movie, I feel like, attempts the politics like the prequels does in Star Wars. And I really respect that for when they did include that with this film, specifically. Um, but Jurassic World Dominion, um, we, we have Claire. She's now like a, a dinosaur like rescuer, basically. Kind of like PETA, almost. Like she's breaking into like breeding camps and whatnot, saving out little dinosaurs and shit. Gangster. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she's living out in the middle of the fucking woods of Owen and with Macy. Macy's her name. Yeah. Macy. She's the little girl. She's the clone from the second film. Um, she's kidnapped by fucking poachers that have been after her because she's. everyone knows that like this girl, they may not know what she looks like exactly or who she is, but they know a girl at the mansion 
who is the offspring of this man, is the one who lets the dinosaurs out. So she's a wanted person, basically. Like, a lot of fucking people want this girl dead for that, exactly. And they made it clear from the beginning with all the dudes stalking their house with binoculars that something was going to happen. Like, it was, it was an anticipated moment that you probably saw coming a mile away. Yeah, exactly, dude. Um, and we're cutting back and forth between the point of view of Owen and Claire um, and Laura Dern's character, who I don't really fucking remember her name. I don't care for Laura Dern too much. I've been very open about that in podcasts. I'm not a fan of The Last Jedi or Admiral Holdo. Um, still couldn't, after watching this movie, still couldn't give a fuck about her, honestly. Um, we have Dr. Malcolm, Jeff Goldblum, who was great in this. And the other doctor who, because I haven't seen Jurassic Park, know nothing about who the fuck that is. Um, but we're switching point of views between the original characters and the new characters. Back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Laura Dern is an activist. And I think that's a pretty cool thing that they're you know diving into with the legacy characters as well. Um, and she's contacted by Jeff Goldblum's character to come to this area by, um, called Bison. Or Biosyn. Biosyn. This company's like, headquarters because they're having this locust, um, this like new species of locusts, like a prehistoric one that has some sort of like defect that's causing them to overbreed and, and like just devastate everything. Yeah, like all the crops. It's, it's that's what it's, how the humans are at risk of extinction. Yeah. And it fucks up the food chain of this. And it, like it's not a direct like it's not a, like an immediate effect. Like, oh, they're gonna go extinct this year, but like this would fuck up the food chain indefinitely. And they're just not eating biosyn products. You know, so they really have to stop this before it fucks up the food chain. Um, so Jeff Goldblum is working at this facility, basically, kind of like as the inside man. Calls out for the legacy characters to come over. And it turns out Macy's kidnapped by Biosyn people. And they also get Blue's kid, because Blue's back in this movie. Yeah, that makes an appearance, just finds them in the middle of the woods with a baby that they make clear that it didn't take no man to make this. <laughs> That's asexual reproduction. Mm. Blue made a baby all by herself, and that was the huge thing. And mm-hmm. her getting kidnapped with Macy's of the, both of those of the lab's interest at Biosyn. And they're in the lab's interest because um, we discover throughout the film later on that Macy is not just a clone, but she was a reproduced clone. Yeah. So her mother, um, who I forget her actual name in the film was... Um, she was pregnant with her own clone and actually fell through and like had the kids. So she wasn't just made in a lab. She is a human. And I, I feel like that's for her character development, her little arc going on. That is about as much justification as you can get for that character. So I'm glad that was included in this film. Yeah, although it made no sense to me why they hid that from her in the beginning. Because you remember in the previous movie, that man was her grandpa when in reality it was... Uh the father of my clone. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they had to withhold that information from her for the plot. I never understood that. Yeah, it's a bit odd to me, for sure. Um, but they need to... What they're trying to do, by why they have them kidnapped, is they need the, the genetics from them. So make, to re... To kind of, like, fix the locust instinct. Yeah, I think they were going to find a way to... Mm give a locust a disease that would kill off its entire species or something like that. And they needed their DNA. Don't know how. It's not this, it looks to save their DNA. That's what it was. Because, like, Blue could, like, automatically reproduce. And that was the issue stopping Macy from, like, 
succeeding or something. I don't fucking know. It's getting yeah. bloggy in this film, too. Um, yeah, so the whole thing is Owen and Claire have to find Macy while she's being kidnapped. And the legacy characters come in contact with Macy while they're in Biosyn. Coincidentally. Yeah, and so like Owen and Claire, I, I forget where, what other country they go to on this whole chase sequence. Uh, was it was it Morocco, was it? Maybe. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but great chase sequence. I think that whole, that whole part of the movie is the best part. When Owen's in the back of the van, or um, on the motorcycle, excuse me, going through the streets, whatnot. The dinosaurs are chasing him, the raptors. Yes, that's pretty dope. That was epic, but it was so good to watch, but I'm trying not to ruin it for myself, knowing that they would have not gotten away there. How did Claire (laughs) get away on foot Mm. while I think Owen got caught up to on a motorcycle? Yeah, man, it was a little weird. Um. (laughs) But epic nonetheless. Yeah, exactly. So then I'm going to Biosyn because I find the pilot, who was the pilot that helped kidnap Macy. She feels guilty, agrees to take him to Biosyn. Um, they end up crashing on the way to Biosyn. They get separated from Claire. Whoop do fucking do. Um, we get a kind of a cool scene of Claire in the jungle as well through the swamp. I really yeah, like that. Yeah, going by. Are you talking about when she's slowly, mm-hmm. slowly getting in the water? And then right as her head goes under, that big thing looking like it wants to eat her with a beak is hovering over the water. And the really long claws as well. Oh, the bitch slap sore. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we called it. Really? Okay. Yeah, that thing's fucking terrifying. I like that dinosaur in this one. They had to demonstrate it slapping something to death for us mm. to really know how powerful those claws really were. But I love that. Exactly. Um... Anyway, dude, they end up fucking meeting up the legacy characters, you know, Owen and Claire and Macy. Um, and, and they end up escaping the biosynthetic place. But before they do that, of course, they have to destroy it to where not, or at least destroy the facility. Yeah. Um, so they give the DNA that was needed to the, the one doctor that actually wanted to fix his mistake of the locuses. And they escape the area. Um, and the dinosaurs that were contained in this area are kind of like fenced off. And, like, they're able to stay in this area, like, and have their own spot of the world dedicated for them. So they're not yeah. exactly endangered again. A refuge. Yeah, yeah, more refuge, more or less. Exactly. They learn to coexist. Exactly. <laughs> um, and that's kind of, like, the, the thing about this movie, man. Like, they, they kind of head out. And then, you know, we deal with more of the politics stuff, which is, again, I really liked this. Um, and it ends with, like, Jeff Goldblum saying, and now we're in the Jurassic World. Yeah, from what he said in the very first Jurassic Park is mm. the ending point of the movie, which is life finds a way. Yeah, I agree. And dude. it found a way, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think about the? What are your, some positive things you liked about this movie? This movie, the epic reunion of all the legacy characters felt so cheesy to me and how they did it mm. but it worked okay i gotta say i, I like that Enjoyed i like the legacy reunion as well it had my interest in the park films for the first time since my experience with nick so i'm very happy about that because now i actually want to watch those movies um specifically i love jeff goldblum in this one but i always love jeff goldblum i feel like everyone does I think he was definitely the highlight of this thing. Yeah, he was a pretty good character there. Mm. It held up. 
Um, I think the politics are really interesting in this movie. I know Danilo has preached about how much he loves politics in Star Wars. I think this is really neat. What are the... Is there any political messages here that I'm missing? Or I'm, I'm, no, I'm I just think like how they're that. how they're dealing with coexisting with dinosaurs. Oh, okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah, how like Jeff go like they're going to like some form of court to discuss this at like DC and whatnot. Just the whole bureaucracy behind a mass group of people in power mm-hmm. trying to figure out what the hell do we do exactly. about this? Okay, I see what you mean. I, I like that aspect too. Mm-hmm. I also liked this movie at the same time felt like we have the legacy adventure going on and the new characters adventure going on separately, but they still tie in together to meet it towards the end. Yeah, the old meets the new type thing. I thought it was a good blend of that. Like, I kind of wish we almost saw something like Star Wars a bit more like this. Like, I understand with, like, The Force Awakens, you know, we get them in stages like Hans, Chewie come first, then Leia, then Luke at the very end of that film. But, like, this one, it felt a bit more cohesive almost for whatever reason. I do think that Jurassic World has just a tiny bit, like, of a one-up over The Force Awakens on that point. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, but so this was a weird movie, it felt like, to me. Like, the pacing was very weird. Like, it it, it was, went on for quite a bit. I felt this drag on. It was pulsing. Yeah. As far as the action and the calm parts. Mm-hmm. That really, that was a lot that happened there in the woods and then like they bounce around to different parts of the world like Mm -hmm. what every 20 minutes it seems like in the movie yeah it does man it feels like it's all over the place um yeah do you have any more positive things to go over before we talk about negatives um oh yeah you you said you really like the name dominion how Mm -hmm. did how did what makes you like it so much as far as the movie now that we're seeing, like, for at least the beginning sequence, as much as I don't like the, like, news, like, the corny-ass, like, news anchor stuff in the beginning of this movie, um, I think it's really neat how we're seeing that, like, dinosaurs are kind of, like, owning this shit. Like, it's kind of like, fuck humans at this point. I really <laughs> like that. Squatter's rights, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the whole thing. I, I like that. So I thought that was neat. Um, let's All talk right. negatives, though. Yeah, um... First thing was that, like, news intro. I hate that. You didn't like that? Yeah, the first thing that caught my eye was you've seen the short video news outlet, I guess you could call them Now This. Yeah. Yeah, when I first saw that, I was like, huh? And that's how you made This is, like, the most modern movie I think I've ever seen up to this point. Yeah, yeah, it felt like that for sure, dude. Um, And it made... It somehow looking through it at the now through the now this filter, it made that video of the car swerving away from the dinosaur. It felt a little more realistic that way. I don't know how to psychologically describe it, even though you know it's fake, but you still get that. It feels real somehow. Okay, I feel you. Um, I, I just don't give a fuck about this movie. About <laughs> what goes on? I'm like honestly, like I'm liking what I'm seeing. But I have no emotional weight. Like, I just don't care what happens to, like, Owen or Claire at this point. <laughs> because, again, at the start of this movie, she, like, almost infers, that, like, hey, yeah, we're still having problems. It's like, what do you fucking do, Claire? Do you not have a problem with this man? Like, it's weird. But they, she kisses his ass as soon as she sees him. Because I don't know why she brings it up at the very first part when she's rescuing the dinosaurs or the tech guys. Yeah, they bring this unnecessarily weird tension to the beginning of the movie that sets the tone weird for how it's going to be next as far as their interactions with each other through the plot. Yeah, exactly. 
And while I think the Locust stuff is interesting, how we're... Oh, man. It's a bit more grounded, it feels like. But for the big finale, the epic like end of not just this trilogy, but the franchise, it feels like, what the hell? We're just... It felt lackluster to me. Let's be honest. That locust part was completely shoehorned in there. Yeah. The plot. Like, I feel like they had an idea of the end, mm. but they still needed, like, a bigger human survival threat aspect. And, okay, we'll just, hey, giant locusts. Mm. That's what we were talking about last week, or on the main podcast uh, last week when we were on Thor. Uh, Chris from Super Live Adventure was talking about how like some movies these days feel like it's everything we have a mold of a movie and we're just pouring in shit to match the mold <laughs> compared to having a movie flow organically. Absolutely. And there's like rights and wrong ways to do it and sometimes to the point it feels like intentionally done. Cheesy. Hundred percent those tropes. And like this one, it feels like that as well to me almost. Like there's some cool things I like about this movie. But there's only moments I like. Other parts, it's not like I'm dreading watching it, but I just don't care. It was hard to emotionally connect with it. Exactly. Especially the locusts. Like, did you feel any sort of good feelings inside watching epically release this diseased locust into a field? Like, the way they built that up. Like, we didn't see anybody starving or fighting for food, so... The fact that they added that in there just seemed unnecessary. Yeah, like this issue feels like it's contained before it gets bad. And I would yeah. have liked to see it get bad. We don't see it. I don't know if that's like a deleted scene or something. But if it is, I would love to see it. Yeah, like it should have been like a huge part of the movie, I feel like. Because this is the Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah, like know? cutting back to the States with the Midwest getting devastated while they're climbing up tree houses to get away from dinosaurs bitch slapasaurus that could have worked yeah i agree dude i feel like that's one of my biggest like gripes of this movie that in blue again dude because we get the epic moment of blue in the second film and i the whole kid thing's cool you know the whole asexual reproduction thing of blue but like we don't after watching this trilogy i don't give a fuck about blue she's not important (laughs) i feel like this at all yeah Yeah. just the only significance of the plot in mm-hmm. this one was them in the woods getting found and then getting kidnapped with Maisie. Like, it seemed like that was it. Yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly. Um, what would you rate this one? Man, I think I also got to give the same rating as the second movie in Nabu. In Nabu? Okay. For me, it's probably like a Hoff on the way to Nabu. Like, it's, I'm torn between this one, because there's moments I really like with this movie, and there's other moments where I just simply don't care, and I feel it drag on, where I want to yeah. check my phone real quick. It doesn't grab you emotionally. Yeah, this doesn't feel like the grand finale of the Jurassic series. Um, it, it does feel more like a second film. Yeah, in relation to, that's a huge thing for me, is we had a lot of expectations because of the legacy of the Jurassic Park. It was hyped up. It was big. The CGI from the first movie aged so well for Mm. coming out in the early mid-90s. So I think when you try to compare the world franchise to the park franchise, it might kind of ruin it a little. Mm. I don't know. The way I would tell people is, you know, 
Spielberg had a backseat kind of role in this trilogy, right? Uh, if that, yeah. I think that if you forget that he ever had anything to do with the films and mm -hmm. that the Park series never existed, I feel like it would make the World Trilogy more palatable, you I know? I think that's why I like that first one so much. Because I haven't had that experience with the first trilogy. Yeah, like if you just forget that. I, I, I enjoyed it. If you have the same expectations going into the Maze Runner trilogy, which is plot-wise, action-wise, very similar, mm. it'd be more enjoyable that way. But I also had to remind myself I'm not going to let, you know, my knowledge of another movie or series affect how I like this one. I know that's a huge thing for people, but mm. I chose to ignore it. And I, I, I enjoyed these averagely enough for what they were that's fair dude i think it's very fair um especially because you do like the other trilogy as well yes you know? so it's great that you, you're you know pretty positive throughout the whole thing yeah um, yeah dude i don't know i was i was disappointed by this one but uh not surprised with that second one upon a rewatch for sure <laughs> yeah still hate that one which one was your uh favorite of the three definitely the first the first i really like that first movie i like the first but I kind of like the concept of the second. Mm. Nah, never mind. I'm trying to write a plot in my head that would converge the two together. That's not working. <laughs> I like, yeah, the first one's definitely the winner. Let me ask you this. Would you want a fourth Jurassic World or another trilogy? <sighs> yeah, but I don't know if I'm ready to hear the outroar over it. There you go. <laughs> it's like, I'll let it happen and I'll watch it, but I just don't want to hear too many negative opinions like, that's not nah, man let like. me enjoy it there you go man yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's how i feel that's fair enough did you say they were announcing a fourth or like there could be a fourth someone i forget who it was um i think one of the producers made a comment saying you know if we have an idea we'll, we'll do another one if they have if, yeah if they do it's gotta be a third installment kind of like how park and world are separate it'll be a trilogy Mm. of trilogies yeah three movies just like star wars part. is yeah maybe that's, we'll get another give it another few more years at least that's how it would work although i don't know how they would fit a concept in yeah i don't know i don't know maybe like mm, i don't know dinosaurs in canada or something <laughs> i can't I know, think man. of anything i'm not a writer but i would love to see how they would do it if they did i think Dominion had a lot of great ideas on paper that just weren't executable on screen. Yeah. And I think it's, that's the thing, back with the, I was talking about Star Wars, the Colin Trevorrow, I think that's how you pronounce his name, um, he was supposed to do the third of the Star Wars uh, sequel trilogy. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to do Rise of Skywalker. His script was leaked out called Duel of the Fates, actually. And a lot of people, like, since that leaked script came out, or concept art and everything, a lot of people were like, damn, this would have been better than that third one we got of Star Wars. And I've said on the podcast plenty of times, and I've said to my friends, and I'll say it again with this, and I think this trilogy is a perfect example of that. Mm -hmm. Some things are better on paper than brought to screen. Yeah. Everyone wants to compare what we got with an actual Star Wars movie to this script and concept art that's completely wild. Like a character once like, impales himself with a lightsaber in that film. Um, they go back to other planets we haven't seen since the prequel film. Like there's Some wild shit happens in that concept art. But I don't think it would have been great on film. 
And I think the Jurassic World trilogy is a perfect example of that. Yeah, they they tried. Like, yeah. I think this is important for the records for people to study on this kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. that's fair. I feel like, dude, could have been done better. Yeah, if it was given <laughs> a longer run time to add more elements. Yeah, I don't. Maybe. Maybe, man. Maybe. I think I'm trying to wrap it up for this thing, dude. Finally covering the Jurassic stuff. We'll do park at some point, maybe. Yeah. Down the line. If the viewers or listeners want it, we'll do park. Yeah. Let us know. Rewatch all three of the movies. (laughs) (laughs) We'll definitely got to get you on the main show sometime, dude. For real. Um, I'd ask for your social medias, but you said last time during Minions. You don't want them shared. I don't have social medias. Exactly. (laughs) So if you guys want to see what Tyler's up to with Galaxy of Film, because you do a lot of stuff with us for the videos and for our films as well. Um, check out all the Galaxy of Film socials Instagram, Twitter, TikTok we post some of your stuff on there as well so if you want to keep up with Tyler check it out on that man check all of it out do you have anything you want to finish off saying with Tyler for the listeners? yeah man when we have to rewatch Jurassic Park mm. you're going to notice how much more gory it is than the World Series I don't oh, know yeah. if they just had to be more PC the newer mm. times but I'm just preparing you now you're going to see like limbs and stuff and it's pretty cool can't wait for it dude that's we'll do what, park at some point that's what i had to say though we'll do park at some point tyler thank you for coming on man for our listeners if you enjoyed this you know be sure to check out our lfg we did last week on minions the rise of Gru. tyler's there as well also our friend james joined us for that um check out the main podcast for last week thor 11 thunder we had some great guest stars for that um next week or this week you guys are listening we're doing stranger things on the main show so check that out as well you know check out the youtube channel galaxy film productions you enjoy the podcast consider leaving us a review on itunes and spotify it truly does help out the show much more than you can imagine and we'll talk to you guys next time bye guys peace